Hello, and you're listening to Take Me Back to My Virtual Reality. It's time to trooper transform and cross the reality barrier as we immerse ourselves in the world of VR troopers. I'm your host, Mark, and I'm joined by the other one, who's also a host. Uh, something about Samurai Pizza Cats. Hey, I'm Rob! Uh, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm alright. How are you? I'm, I'm. This episode kind of threw me for a loop a bit. <laughs> yeah. Because it's clearly supposed to have aired a bit earlier than it did in the in the sequence yes um, definitely especially as it uses like episode four of metalda for some of its footage and even like some of its ideas <laughs> so uh yeah yeah it was um oh. it was a weird one just yeah like like you said the more i watched it the more i was like this episode shouldn't be happening now it's clearly either episode three or four it should have been you know <laughs> yeah because yeah there was a lot of like hey here's the monsters and it's like yeah we know. We've seen them before. <laughs> Although we finally got a name for my favourite of the monsters, the, the weird like torpedo uh, rocket man. So Oh, yes. Yeah. Ballistics with an X. <laughs> <laughs> Wish the subtitle just was called Ballistics with a CS. Like it was just, <laughs> yeah. oh yes. <laughs> like nothing imaginative, just it's, it's the word ballistics and that's it. <laughs> but we'll get to him. Um, yeah. Yeah, and also we're recording on the final day of VR Troopers on Netflix, at least for now. I wonder if they'll just like sort out a new deal for it or whatever. I I really hope so because it's so convenient mm. just using Netflix. I don't <laughs> I don't want it to have to become a struggle. Well, also we're losing like you know seasons. Of, oh god, like the fourth season of Power Rangers. What's that? Zio, yeah, Zio yeah. two, like um, Dino Charge of Power Rangers, which is you know. A lot of Power Rangers over twenty years of of the show, mm. um, and uh, I guess Big Bad Beetleborgs, VR Troopers, Saban's Master Rider. Uh, although that can, you know, that can get fucked anyway. Yeah. So. Oh, um, Master Rider wasn't on there, was it? Oh, was it not? Okay, no. then maybe that. Yeah, I was going to say, if it, it was, I, I definitely would have watched that a few times by now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I guess um, Ninja Turtles, the, the the next generation or whatever. I think it's called the one one with oh. Venus, the Lady Turtle. Next mutation like, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who has like molded tits on her mm. turtle body, which is because that's because that's cool. what turtles have. That's how they look. Yeah. They've got weird, solid breasts. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about Ninja Turtles: The Next Mutation, which crossed over with Power Rangers in Space for one very strange episode. Um, no, we're we're talking about VR Troopers, which is oh, yes. not completely different, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> the virtual reality troopers, although Grimlaw does not say that this episode. So, no, um, very disappointed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shall we? Uh, shall we crack on with this delightful episode? Sure. Yes. So this episode aired on the seventh of October, nineteen ninety-four, two days after whatever we recorded last time. Um, <laughs> Caitlin's front page—that's the one. Um, since then, not much has happened in the world. Uh, there was a black mayor elected in South Africa, which is, in 94, a pretty big deal because we're not too far removed from apartheid in South Africa. And um, there was some European campaign against racism, which, as we all know, worked, and I guess racism is over. Um, uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, clearly. Sure. Good good job, guys. Well done. Yeah. Great. Uh, and it was written by Deborah Spelling, who... I'm uh, sorry, directed by Deborah Spelling, or DB something, who we've talked about before. And written by Margot McCann, who uh, written, has written a couple of episodes we've done so far. 
but we're pretty sure that that is a kind of non-union name because um, Margot McCann has only done work for like VR Troopers, Big Bad Beetleborgs, I think some Power Rangers, and uh, uh, the Mystic Knights of Tiananog. So uh, <laughs> yeah, so which yeah. would be very unlikely if that was the only writing that they'd ever done. So yeah, definitely some kind of non-union Absolutely. name. Yep. So no one knew this episode. Uh, nothing else important. So I guess we can trooper transform and do it to it and get straight into the dog napping. Countdown control. So we open as always at the Korean Friendship Bell and much like the last episode, Ryan's dad is beating the shit out of Ryan's dad's son. <laughs> um, I yeah. feel like with this episode, they couldn't be bothered with a moral because we don't really get one. Yeah, I, I, I kind of laugh because, you know, we're episode 18 now and he's like, oh, you know, my dad caught, taught me a karate. And he's like, <laughs> oh, okay, you've been, you've been talking to Tao, have you? Uh, and he also taught me many other lessons that I had to relearn time and time again. I'm like, oh yes, what the lesson of like not trusting everyone who might be an imposter, <laughs> uh, which has happened obviously five, six times by now. Um, and I guess that was it. That <laughs> Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That was it. Then, then the episode just kind of starts. Uh, so yeah, we get, we get an establishing shot of LA, which oh, yes. I was really uh, intrigued by. Uh, and there was no like one of the buildings did have some words on it, but it was so low res that I couldn't read it at all because I really wanted to kind of track down where, what this was supposed to be, where it was supposed to be. Mm. Um, clearly in Southern California because there are like mountains right in the background, and like there are mountains like so close to LA, it's kind of weird. Um, so yeah, uh, but like with that three seconds, we then go to Tal Dojo, and um. They're all doing jumping kicks on a punching bag, which is sort of referenced later on. Um, yeah, yeah, kind and, of. And did you notice, like, you know, they all were wearing a similar outfit, but almost in like a Power Ranger color scheme. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> but yeah, like, Ryan is red. JB, like, they were just like a, a gi with the black belt, and then like a tank top, uh, all with like a solid primary color. So Ryan's red, JB's yellow, and Caitlin is blue, which has nothing to do with their actual suits, I guess. <laughs> no. I guess it was just what they had lying around in costume. Uh, so they just gave them those. Um, <laughs> so yeah, every, everyone's kicking this punching bag, and then uh, Ryan does it, and he kicks it off from its fixture on the ceiling, and Tao looks not angry, but kind of not even disappointed. He just looks no. anxious. Yeah. It's a bit like that scene in Anchorman where he's like, oh, you ate a whole wheel of cheese. I'm even angry. I'm, I'm impressed. Um, although he, he clearly like, oh, I've got to fix it now, though. <laughs> um, and we head to Zigtor with uh, a weird sort of um, uh, establishing shot where we see you know, the Zigtor Enterprise's name with the weird curved off kind of frame they, they shot that in. I don't know why that's curved off. It's weird. Mm. Uh, and then we get like an extended look at the Tower of Emperor Nero's like human form from Metalda. And then we're inside and Ziktor is eating an apple, which is cinema code for I'm an arsehole. <laughs> I mean, he was more constantly slicing the apple than eating it. I noticed he ate one bit and then the rest he was just slicing and putting down. 
Yeah, but putting on a plate, like yeah. with another apple there, he's just like slicing off bits. So like a giga arsehole, he's not even eating it properly. He's just slowly cutting it up so that if they have to do second takes, he can still just keep slowly cutting it up. <laughs> <laughs> so this bit, um, I think definitely sort of plays in to the idea that this episode should have been shown earlier because the Skug ladies, who are all standing behind Zictor, um, hmm. apart from his friends, Ryan's dog is the one that he loves the most. And they also say that reports have it that the dog can talk. But Grimlord yes. already knows this. Yes, and has had the dog in his lair. <laughs> so, yeah, this definitely isn't news to him, but yeah, he's like, okay, go get the dog, I guess. Because apparently he might know the secret of the VR troopers. Yes. And, um... What secret? The, the <laughs> secret. Yeah, because he knows he knows their identity. So what is? Yeah, what is the secret? Is it the secret to their power, or is it the secret? I, I, I just couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> it's that secret that even the viewer doesn't know. But I can't. I like the way it's framed though, because he's, he's he keeps cutting his apple. He kind of looks up to make his uh, a boy and his dog, huh? Eh, bring him to me, and they just kind of like step back, transform into skugs, and disappear. I thought it was quite that was quite well that shot. Was, yeah, but it was you know <laughs> that's kind of not really giving. It's a low bar for VR troopers. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, so, uh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So we go back to the dojo, and uh, Tao and the troopers are putting the punching bag back up. And uh, <laughs> I think it's from this point that this episode really just starts to fall apart. Um, yeah, it goes completely off the rails. Um, <laughs> Caitlin asks Ryan uh, if he's alright, and he replies, I'm okay, I'm just, I just miss having Jeb around. And I thought, but he's always around, why is he? Yeah. Have they told him to stay in the sci-fi bedroom for some reason? Um, are they, was this supposed to come earlier, and like the whole thing was they were going to hide him away because he's a talking dog? Um, <laughs> but Who they keep taking out on walks to the park? And uh, whilst they ride their horses and bikes and rollerblades. Um, so JB suggests that they they call him up using the auto-dialing program. Yeah, because for some reason they know that they're going to have to keep dialing until they get through, which is odd. Uh, but they're right, because it turns out that Jeb is trying to order a pizza <laughs> while watching Samurai Pizza Cats. <laughs> that was... It was incredibly jarring. I was like, I mean, yeah. I guess obviously it's a Saban thing, so they'd have the rights to it. But I was just like, wow, yeah. it's a, it's actual media being, well, not even just referenced. They're just playing it. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if you've seen much more of Matalda, but like, there's like the dog, like I can't remember the dog's name, but he keeps watching. Like, I think it's Voltez V, which is like a Toei anime. Oh yeah, <laughs> interesting sort of like little reference to Matalda then, if that's the case. Yeah, but uh, so you know that a show called Samurai Pizza Cats exists. How much of it have you seen? Uh, not much. I really like yeah. vaguely remember it though. Pretty much, that's the same as I like. I remember kind of like I thought it was amazing whenever I would see it as a kid, uh, but I only saw like you know a handful of episodes. Although I think I, I have like the hook of the theme tune in my head, like Samurai Pizza Cats. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Saban licensed an adapted anime, which was originally called uh, Kyato Ninden Tiande, which is like, you know, nin- ninja Legend of the Ninja Cat Tiandi or something mm. like that. <laughs> so not even Samurai, they're ninjas, clearly ninjas. 
Um, and they're like cats that work at a pizza shop that have to fight bad guys sometimes, and to do so, they transform into like very um, oh, what was what's the name of the Tatsunoko style kind of like Sentai heroes, yeah. like you know your Battle of the Planets or whatever, or your Tekka Mans, um, and uh, that's kind of pretty much all I remember about it. Uh, according to the Wikipedia page, which is all the research I did, sorry, I'm sure people can you know correct us. Oh, I, I did um, as well, and then I fell down this tangent of just looking up other things that's abandoned, and I, I wasted about half an hour of my day. <laughs> well, I mean, f- apparently for this, they didn't really have a sub or any real information about what's going on, so they had the episodes in Japanese, and they just sort of like made up the story for the episode and did a dub for it, and that is. That is apparently how they made Samurai Pizza Cats. Don't know if that's true, but uh, that's that's such a Saban so. thing to do, though, because I'm sure yeah. with early Power Rangers they did exactly the same thing. They were just like, oh, okay, yeah. this is what looks like's happening, so we're gonna just <laughs> go with that. Yeah. O- on your Saban deep dive, did you come across uh, one of my favourite old '80s cartoons, uh, Jason the Wheeled Warriors? <laughs> no. I, I, as soon as you said that, though, I sort of I really vaguely remember that as well. <laughs> Wheeled Warriors <laughs> I remember like in, When I was a teenager and we were like Moving uh, the house I'd kind of been in Since I was like four so mm. you know 12 years of stuff I found like a notepad And the, the, I found loads of doodlings from when I was like Six or seven of like Jace's Like <laughs> robots And shit it was, uh, Amazing. Really daft Yeah. Uh, but yeah so Jeb is still on the phone while watching Samurai Pizza Cats, and uh, he's inspired, I guess, to order a pizza. So we have, on the other side of the phone, just clearly one guy in a small studio set with loads of pizza boxes, and he keeps like spinning like a fake dough up in the air. <laughs> um, and I don't know what Jeb ordered, but apparently it's The Works, but without anchovies. But Jeb does not want anchovies. And the pizza guy was almost arguing with him like no you can't have the works without anchovies and then jeb's like oh okay chill out man i'll have the anchovies and it's yeah it was a bit a bit odd and then you know the the pizza guy drops the dough on his head and yeah because because he had to use two hands to put the phone down he forgot about the pizza he just chucked into the air so it hit his face and i was like ah that's really you know relevant to the episode i'm sure (laughs) um so we're back at the dojo and the the troopers leave the phone constantly calling the sci-fi bedroom whilst they go and as you do yeah whilst they go and finish working out or whatever i don't know why if they were that worried why didn't they just go to the sci-fi bedroom instead of finishing their workout or, or use the disc that they've not used in, ep- in several episodes or that um uh, and then <laughs> and then that's that for that scene they just say that they're going to finish their workout and we go back to Zictor and it's time to take him back to his sweet levita and uh <laughs> Grim- did you notice there was like an extra half second of him just looking at the camera before he started his <laughs> little incantation. Yes. I sort of, uh, I wondered whether he was actually going to do it or whether he was going to say something, but I was like, oh, no, no, he is he is going to transform. Um, <laughs> Forces of darkness, empower me. Take me back to my virtual reality. Grimlord just sort of gives the monsters a bit of a pep talk, and then that's it. Yeah. Oh, who who's ready to complete the mission? And they're like, yeah, me, 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 me. You know, without even knowing what the mission is, and that <laughs> just, they're going to expect a visitor. He just really hypes them up, and they're like, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get something to do soon. <laughs> Don't know what. So uh, we go back to the sci-fi bedroom, and Jeb needs a shit. Yep. Um, <laughs> the the professor sort of he goes to say something. He's like, oh no, wait, hang on. But 
to me that kind of implies that Jeb wasn't supposed to be leaving the sci-fi bedroom for one reason or another. I guess so, yeah. Um He's like, oh, you know, hold on just just for a moment or something. And then Jeb is like, ah, oh, no, you got to let me out unless you want to call in a plumber. Or, uh, buzz me out, Doc, or whatever he says, yeah. being Jeb. I, I feel like there was maybe, like, or maybe there wasn't because it's VR Troopers. But I feel <laughs> like there was, like, an integral part to this plot that got cut out. But, I mean, honestly, who knows? There probably wasn't. Who knows? Yeah. So Jeb steps outside and... The entrance to the sci-fi bedroom does something that I don't recall it having ever done before. Nope. and it... I don't think it has. <laughs> <laughs> There's a word for it, and I can't think of what it is, but it... It kind of recursive, are you looking for? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, there's just like, yeah, this recursive image of the uh, sci-fi bedroom triangle, and then Jeb appears. Like within itself. Yeah, and then, yeah, Jeb appears. Um, and the moment he steps out, uh, it turns out that the skugs are there. <laughs> and they're just they're just standing there wobbling about, and Jeb yep. sort of uh, implies that he's gonna take a shit on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So instead of like running back through the triangle, he kind of just runs off with the skugs in bad pursuit, kind of getting skugs, 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 skugs. Um. So the troopers managed to get hold of the professor. Um. After an answering machine plays, and then <laughs> over the answering machine, you just hear the professor going, "Hello, hello, hello," <laughs> like he's like an old man. He's like, "Oh, how does this newfangled technology work that I invented?" Uh. <laughs> um, so he he tells tells the troopers that he's had lots of power outages again. Like he really needs to look into that because whenever. Yeah. Whenever Jab does anything really simple, like watching the TV or rapping horribly, there's like power <laughs> outages and stuff. Um, and then he sort of says, "Oh yeah, by the way, Jab's missing." <laughs> <laughs> Just bury the lead there, Professor. Yeah. Um, so I guess they go out in Caitlin's car to find him, uh, which involves them flying around in the air with lots of ADR as they cut between the troopers. Oh god, so much. Um, just kind of looking out the window. <laughs> I I thought Caitlin looked really angry in this scene. <laughs> We're just gonna look for that dang dog. <laughs> um, so the Skugs are chasing Jeb around, and it's all a little bit Benny Hill. Uh, yeah, that goes on for yeah, they... a really long time. Then there's like the, the they do that four frame a second thing with the mountain biking, and <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they chose to use that again but whatever yeah. um, and uh, Jeb finds a place to take his shit and then I guess he does uh, and then yeah. he, he notices like an abandoned mine and he, he gives it a Ryan style see ya and runs into the <laughs> mine where the uh, the skugs catch up to him and they, they grab a hold of him once again we're not allowed to see the heroes lose in any way <laughs> no so it has to take place in a dark mine <laughs> yeah uh, and uh, so they decide, and the troopers hit the road, and Ryan says, "Yeah, good landing." Like <laughs> I'm in a really weird way. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you made a note of that as well because I did. I was just like, <laughs> "That was so unnecessary." It was just really weird, and like, I don't know why they had to land in the first place, really. Because <laughs> they're using their VR scanner and shit. Yeah, that would have been a lot um, better than just driving around. But yeah, oh well. And we had that line of, "Yeah, good landing," <laughs> and then we go straight to, you know. Grimlord's Palace or Ghost Bank or whatever we want to call it. And Decimator's like, let me present to you Ryan Steele's dog. 
Which is such a great line. I don't know why. Let me introduce you to Ryan's talking dog, Jeb. It's like, okay, (laughs) thanks. And then, if you weren't already laughing at (laughs) that line, they've like really badly comped in to this like scene from Matalda, like their skug suits and Jeb in a cage. And they just have not done any light lighting correction whatsoever. Oh, it's the fucking awful. Blue screen footage. It looks and so it just... bad. And like, I guess they don't really have a good, like, still of uh, uh, Grimlord's kind of court, uh, kind of zoomed in. So like, like whenever they kind of close in on Jeb, and you can see some of the court behind him, that's it looks like he's like fucking twenty feet forward. <laughs> It's ridiculous. It's hilarious. It's ridiculous. I mean, like, sure, 1994 kids' TV show with the budget of like you know, three penny whistles and a blow <laughs> and, and a gobstopper or whatever. But you know, you know, <laughs> uh, it's too easy to do that these days with like After Effects and <laughs> yeah. Cream, I suppose yeah. It, it was a bit more difficult back then, especially if you didn't really have the the budget to do it. Um, mm. So we go back to the troopers in the car and they drive up to a mysterious roadblock. Which is being guarded by three silent cops who, yep. upon seeing the troopers, like get into a fighting stance. But that's fine. There's no cause for concern there. Yeah. I mean, they, they probably just saw JB in the car and that did a normal cop reaction. So, um, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, they get out of the car and uh, they sort of they realize that they've got Jeb's collar, which I'm sure. He was still wearing, um, and there's this. Yeah, and I feel like that was the plot when they captured Jeb before. Was that they noticed Jeb's collar somewhere? Oh yeah. yeah. Hmm. I just thought about that now. Like when when <laughs> Jeb was transformed into a mutant or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd forgotten about that. Um, hmm. So yeah, they work out that they're skugs, and then there's a little bit of ADR of uh, Caitlin just going, "Oh no," which they, <laughs> which they did last episode as well. Yeah. Oh no, skugs. Um, yeah, so the Skugs transform, and we have kind of not a great fight, despite all the kind of jumping kicks that they had earlier. <laughs> yeah, there was a bit where Ryan goes to help Caitlin, which I wasn't too fond of, because, I don't know, she didn't look like she really needed help. Like, she could have just... No. But, I don't know, whatever. Um, Gr- <laughs> then we go back to Grimlord, and he tells everyone to watch, because the Skugs are in trouble. <laughs> Send them to the battle grid. So, uh, we go, to, we go to the battle grid and the Skugs do their weird little Dracula rise from the dry ice yeah, on the floor. Yeah, like, this like battle grid fight seemed to be like at least 60-70% cobbled together from previous battle grid fights. Yeah, I, I can't help but wonder if that's what all battle grid fights are going to be from now on. Like They've got like so many and they're just going to keep <laughs> like chopping them up and sticking them together. Yeah. Uh, the fight is fine because I guess it's just made up of other fights. Yeah, the best part of the other fights. Yeah, all the good parts. Um, so of course the <laughs> the troopers do their little jump up and down while shouting VR troopers to escape. Yeah, or however it works. Yep, and then Grimlord's like, Ah, yes, Jeb. Will you now tell me the secret which Jeb had previously said? Ah, it's for me to know and you to find out. Oh yeah, this and... is this is such a weird scene. Yeah, and Jeb goes full like Joe Biden is like, Oh no way, Jack. I ain't telling you anything. So Darkheart, the sniper robot guy, uh, suggests they scan Jeb's brain for the info, which, why didn't they do that to begin with? Yeah. Um, but then they, <laughs> but then they don't get any any kind of information off him at all, and they just 
talk about Jeb's brain being the size of a peanut, and then everybody well, shouts Grimlaw. <laughs> yeah, well, it was great because Toxoid did the scan. If you look carefully, like the little overlaid X-ray thing that held Jeb's head, mm. it was literally a peanut. It wasn't the size of a peanut, but it was a peanut. <laughs> and he's and Toxoid's like, ah, the, the dog knows nothing. Um, and then everyone's talking about peanuts, yeah, which was very strange. <laughs> Uh, and then Grimlord changes his plan to be like, well, I guess he can be bait for a trap instead. <laughs> and the, everyone cheers Grimlord, and then Grimlord just goes, <laughs> You didn't find out that vague secret about the troopers. <laughs> Whatever it might be. Um, yeah. So we go back to the sci fi bedroom, and uh, professor, the professor makes a point of specifically mentioning that Jeb is unharmed in Grimlord's palace. Yeah. How does he know? Yeah. How do they always know? Um, then there's... <sighs> I feel like every interaction in this episode feels like it was generated by a really early chatbot because they're sort of just <laughs> saying stuff. Uh, yeah. So one of the, I, can't, I didn't even write down who said it, but one of the troopers said, what can we do to get Jeb back? And then, for some reason, the professor goes, I'm checking now. So <laughs> just to <laughs> tell them, what do you need to check? He's done this before. Where he's like, "Oh, I'm going to check a thing," and it's like, "Okay, what?" So uh, just computer shit. Check, you know, <laughs> slash chk uh, Jeb escape. You know. So JB goes to like check on the computer, I guess, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm going to hack Grimlord's comm system." And it's like, "Well, do you not already have a hack into the palace if you know that Jeb is unharmed <laughs> there?" The professor says that you know he he asked the the troopers to put on the vr visors to to show them something which may oh he said loads of loads of shit when he was explaining why he should put the vr visors on like oh i don't want to alarm you but this is what you'll be up up against and i was like oh what's it going to be is it going to be like here's this week's monster but no it was just an introduction to all of these monsters that we're already aware of yeah Oh, and here is his key lieutenant's decimator. Yeah, we know that. Toxoid. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> Some other guy. Yeah, we know that. And uh, Darkheart. No, no, no. Darkheart is like underneath one of the guys. <laughs> He's not a main lieutenant. No. Um, so after that really pointless scene, we uh, yeah. we nip off back to Grimlord quickly, and he asks Ivar to show us his best robot again, and uh, <laughs> on his finger TV. Yeah, and he goes. <laughs> Okay. I'm here for you, sire, with the frogbot. <laughs> and then he shows him a robot that looks like a dog. <laughs> Just where did they get frog from? That's yeah. not a frog. Because it looks like a nubis or something. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe you could kind of pass it off as a dragon, but not a frog. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Maybe they thought it was a bit too on the nose to have, like, JB fight a dog. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Grimlord <laughs> says that, as well as Frogbot, Crabor, who uh, incidentally doesn't really look like a crab, he looks no. like, more like some kind of like arthropod type thing. Uh, yeah. Crabor will be coming along, as well as Torpedo Bot. Yes. So in this episode of Metalda, uh, they kind of make a big deal about, like, because there's four armies in, in God Nero's army. Mm. Um, it's like the, the armoured army, <laughs> which is just like dudes in armour. There's the robot army, which is robots. There's the 
like a mutant or monster army. Right. And then a tank army, um, which I think the professor talks about kind of slightly earlier on in the um, in the episode. Mm. Um, so like basically, someone from each of the armies kind of is going to try and track track down Matalda, and they split up into two, and it's like Crabor and um, Torpedo Bot or whatever they're called in Matalda. Um, I think that's the pairing. But yeah, like Dark Heart, the kind of the guy with the kind of the red hood and the one eye. Yeah. Like he he's a lone wolf. He works alone. He doesn't work with other people, so he kind of doesn't really do much. <laughs> um, but that was that, I guess. But anyway, well, they all go off and um, <laughs> uh, and they talk about how like Torpedo Bot. Oh, we know he, he he can do stuff in the water. And again, in Matilda, they're like, yeah, he's literally just a tor- torpedo. That's a robot. That's what his function is. <laughs> is that he can like kill himself as a torpedo and it's like oh why would you create a robot like that but okay sure why not yeah fine um so the the skugs have taken jeb to a warehouse and uh some monsters run around outside uh I th- i'm sure they spoke about something but i didn't care to write down what it was um not really um they're just like um they keep running around and it goes on for too long and then the, the skugs pr- produce like a mobile phone and um, call the troopers to bait a trap. <laughs> um, um, here's a question. Hello. Where did they get the VR troopers' phone number from? Well, that was the secret. <laughs> the VR troopers' secret. <laughs> Maybe. We're looking for. What's the phone number for the sci-fi bedroom? That's a very good question. It's like one eight hundred heart. Um. Uh, yeah, so they call the sci-fi bedroom, and I, I love that there's just like a normal, just like landline phone in this like quote unquote futuristic room. Um, also, there's there's answer saying, "Oh, hello," or maybe it's just some person who, <laughs> to telemarketer, who somehow has <laughs> the phone number for the sci-fi bedroom. <laughs> uh, so sort of Jeb sort of says what's going on. He he goes to say that it's a trap, but that he get, the phone's taken away. But it's really obvious that that's what he was going to yep. say. So anyway, the troopers walk right into a trap yeah <laughs> and but, but before they do though we get my favorite footage from episode four of Matalda. so good where the the people carrier that we keep having a, a good old jolly laugh at um is kind of running driving around with all these like <laughs> giant monster costumes just sitting in there like they're going to a fucking convention or something like that you know they're off they're off to um Comiquette 94 <laughs> Summer 94 I'm In their there. best costumes <laughs> Their dad Dark Hearts Can drop them off Or whatever um, <laughs> That's so funny <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad That we got this scene Because uh, I was Like from the beginning I was like That looks like Like a Mitsubishi Delica or something And it is But <laughs> they've just Obviously knocked out The windows And just Stuck a load of shit On it <laughs> yep. Oh, this pipe looks like a gun. Sure, why not? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they they sort of argue and drive around. Uh, again, I wasn't really paying attention to what they were saying because I was like, oh look, it's the people carriers, <laughs> and they're carrying monsters. Uh, so we go back to the warehouse, and the skugs are scurrying around. Uh, I don't really know why they were doing that. It was a bit odd. <laughs> like running between crates or something. Yeah. Or <laughs> uh, the troopers arrive at the docks. And uh, they need to look for Jeb because they can hear him hear him calling for Ryan. So Caitlin yep. decides to split up the team, which Ryan famously hates. Yes. Yes. I'm glad you noted that as well. <laughs> obviously. You know, obviously. Um, and so they all split up and like Ryan goes one way 
and pretty much immediately <laughs> uh, runs across Crabor, who is like taunting him from a boat. <laughs> and uh, so Ryan fights Crabor, who it turns out has electric penises coming out of his arms. That's right. <laughs> and they electrocute him a bit. So he chops off his arm. <laughs> then uh, Frog Bot uh, comes for JB. <laughs> and uh, JB. Ben goes ready, and then Frogbot goes ready, and I was like, "Okay, that's very formal." <laughs> oh, I didn't even I I, I missed that. Wow, <laughs> amazing. Um, yeah, and then like we cut away from him. He's like having a quick fight with him and some skugs, kind of you know, shooting them in the head like Spielberg loves to do. Yeah, and Caitlin finds Jeb, and I guess there are no skugs in that warehouse anymore. So. No, they, I guess they've run off to help uh, Frogbot. Um, yeah, but like Jeb tells. Caitlin that they've walked into a trap and she does absolutely nothing with this information <laughs> she's just like ah okay silly dog uh, S- silly dog you know nothing you got a brain like a peanut <laughs> um, so yeah uh, Crabble was like running up some stairs to a cargo ship and uh, Brian's chasing after him uh, and as he kind of catches up with him he's like oh no you know uh, I surrender huh? I'm so weak or whatever and again, in, Met- in Metalda, it was the same thing where I was like, he was pretending to surrender. Mm. But he was also telling Metalda kind of like actually who the bad guy was because <laughs> Metalda still didn't know. <laughs> uh, so he finally learned about uh, G- General Nero, uh, God Neros here in, in Metalda. But here, um, you know, he's getting pleaded to by Crabble. And the Professor like kind of just ruins the whole thing by going, oh, yeah, be careful, Ryan, because Torpedo Bot is in position, whatever that means. Um <laughs> So we then we then cut back to the uh, the the frogbot fight again, and mm-hmm. uh, he just vanishes. Then, for some reason, Ryan tells JB that the professor told him that frogbot has gone to the quarry. So yep. JB gets his VR whatever cycle and goes VR fighter bike command. Now that's the one. <laughs> um, so yeah, he sort of drives into frogbot a little bit, and then we we go. Him. He doesn't kill him just yet. Oh, okay, my apologies. Um, so we go back to Ryan, and it would seem that having this conversation with JB has made him completely forget that Crabble was just pretending to give up, and he falls for it. He's like, oh, I guess Crabble gives up now. And then Crabble uses his long cocks to grab Ryan around the neck and grabs some, <laughs> ch- and grabs some chains to wrap around him. Yep. Um, uh, kind of traps him and... Electrocute symptoms and more. <laughs> uh, torpedo bot just kind of keeps lurking and sticking his head up and saying stuff. And I just, I just found it really annoying. Like we yeah. know, we know he's there. Stop, stop showing it to us. Yeah. So in, in Metalla, I, 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 you know, I guess this is why we're not looking up the the exact. This is why we're not looking up the exact episodes beforehand mm. because we're just gonna be oh well, we're in the original source material because that's boring. <laughs> um, but it, but in this bit, like, because Metal has this thing where he kind of gets angry and that makes him more powerful. He's almost like a Hulk robot, mm. uh, and basically his little pistons inside him kind of go crazy. And his little gyro spins, and he sort of like breaks away from the chains and um, but like sort of weakens him because he sort of did like a kind of a big burst of energy <laughs> to kind of get rid of it. But in VR Troopers, Ryan just sort of breaks free at some point and kicks Crabble off the boat. <laughs> um we did cut back at this point oh, to to JB killing Frogbot. Um yep. I don't know why they cut the scenes like that. It would have made more sense to just cuz it was like it was like I stopped paying attention for a minute and then all of a sudden Frogbot's dead and I was like, "Oh, okay. <laughs> um fine." And then it's yeah, immediately back to 
Ryan having kicked Crabor into the sea, and apparently that's the end of him, even though he allegedly is a crab, so he would be fine in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I guess we have one final cutback looking at JB's explosions happening behind him or something. Yeah. I guess that's how it was cut. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there was like a... Wait, no, I started that sentence wrong. Yeah, there's lo- lots of exploding happens in a very short amount of time. <laughs> so obviously Frogbot blows up and then Crabble's in the sea, so Torpedo Bot decides that he's going to blow up the boat. And it's that a Ryan is on, yeah. And it's a really big explosion, but it doesn't really get mentioned. It's just like, oh, okay, fine. Yeah, no, Ryan just kind of jumps away and is safe, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And then they have Jeb and everybody's happy to have Jeb back because yep. he was gone for like an hour. Although you know someone who isn't happy, Grimlord. He's Grimlord. He's mad again. He's just so mad. He won't. Yeah. He won't accept failure, or whatever the fuck he says. Yeah. And you know, Crabble's just sort of lying on the floor, kind of being like, "Oh, I'm so sorry." And he's like, "These are the consequences of failure." And I was thinking, what What was the consequence? Just kind of being a bit shamed on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Nobody wants that. <laughs> but they sort of mentioned Torpedo Bot having made the ultimate sacrifice as well, and I was just like, yep. "Fucking hell, all right." <laughs> so, have they talked about like kill and death in this show, or is it still destroy, like in Dragon Ball Z and Power Rangers? Yeah, it's still still destroy. I think um, yeah. they so they get close. Send you to another dimension. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send you to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> Uh, so then we cut back to the troopers, and they're throwing a welcome home party for Jeb, even though yeah. He wasn't really was gone weird. for that long. Yeah. Ryan's even like, oh, let's hear it for Jeb and have a bit clap. Do a speech. And I was like, what? 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 There's three of you. <laughs> yeah. Are you that bored that you've got to kind of put together these stupid little... <laughs> Something to do, I suppose. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jeb uh, asks JB to use the the food maker laser thing yeah. that they used in... Was it the last episode they used it? Or it may have been the last episode. Well, uh, all two episodes ago, that was the Magic Magician one, where JB used oh, it to create yeah. like a cheeseburger. <laughs> um, but it just kind of produces this burnt steak or whatever. Um, yeah. But JB made, makes it sound like the steak was already there and the lasers just burnt it. Cooked it. But yeah. Um, I don't know. Whatever. He also calls it like a like a twenty gigaton laser, yeah, like it, as if like it's weighs an amount or something. <laughs> you know, they could have gone for one point twenty one gigawatts or whatever. You know, some fake <laughs> fake wattage or whatever. No, no it's uh, it's a really gigaton. heavy laser. <laughs> uh, and then we end with a callback because Jeb is like, "Ha, let's get some pizza instead." Ha ha ha! Just uh, like ha, just like what they ha. have in Samurai Pizza Cats. Samurai pizza cats. Uh, yeah, and then it turns out Ryan's lesson today is that he loves his dog. Um, <laughs> and there's a there's so... a reason it's called man's best friend. It's like, <laughs> what what are you talking about, Ryan? That's completely unrelated. <laughs> it's not what you were talking about at the beginning. Uh, nope, not at all. And then you know it's like, oh, I love you, Dad. I'll find you one day or whatever. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so not a great episode of VR Troop. No, I mean not the worst, but not no. amazing. It, I think it's just because it wasn't really like cohesive. It was just no stuff kept happening, and there was far too much of Jeb. Uh, yeah, just 
hearing that voice too much in one episode just does me in. It's like, you should just be there to just every now and then say something, not like, here's a Jeb Focus episode. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you think that, because the next episode is called My Dog's Girlfriend. Oh, I know. So... (laughs) I'm assuming. <laughs> Not another one. That means Jeb gets his paycheck. <laughs> but one thing I did notice was, I guess, even though it was production order quite early, like they had um, JB's. What do they call it? His VR fighter bike. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, which is a later thing um, in the show, I guess. Mm. Um, and they they cut away to the American suit where like the the, the suit actor very slowly raised the hand <laughs> and press and like pressed the wrist and like it's like surely you would like look at what the <laughs> what the suit actors are doing in original to kind of like do the kind of the, the bit they always do the snappy yeah. kind of moves to make it look a bit more controlled I don't know yeah <laughs> yeah there, there was a couple of like weird little like American suit actor bits that sort of didn't really need to be there in this episode. There was one where Ryan just looked up and that was it. I was like, why did you include that? <laughs> was that after right after he transformed? Yeah. Like, all right. And then he jumps <laughs> <Crabble>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like the whole crab or and torpedo bot stuff and dark heart kind of being there and not being there. And when and in general frog bot, <laughs> And the fight for that was just like, oh, yep, competitive shooting, and then you're dead. Okay. I, cool. <laughs> I found it really hard to watch those scenes because first there was the frog bot bit, which, and I had to pause because I couldn't stop laughing. And then as soon as I played it again, like we were introduced to Crabor, and I was like, no, I'm only just over frog bot. Oh, yeah, we did get a name for, I was going to say we were going to get to that. At some point when we get the... Um, kind of VR headset oh here's the people you're going to be fighting or already have fought a bit mm. um, they um, get told about uh, ballistics which is the guy I like with all the missiles and what have you and um, uh, like he's supposed to be he's described as like a humanoid missile silo <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's a cool like he, obviously he's very 80s his kind of actual monster suit design but there's like some concept art for him on the Metal Heroes wiki that oh, is right. pretty cool um, so yeah, I should t- check that out, and uh, yeah, but I'm assuming that's gonna be like that for all the <laughs> all the uh, Metalda villains. Is that oh, here's some really cool concept art that we couldn't quite get right because we have a shoestring budget. <laughs> what well, I um, as the R Troopers is being taken off of Netflix, I did. Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna watch the first episode of season two because I don't, I don't remember season two at all, or maybe I will no, sort of upon watching it again, but. Uh, in the first episode, um, ballistics was in it. Just uh, oh. yeah, it was a really weird scene. I won't. I, I'm not going to talk about it now because we can talk about that in like three years or something. <laughs> something like that, yeah. <laughs> and then we can finally do the backstory on Space Shider. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway, so I guess that's that's it for uh, the dog napping. I guess sedating so. of VR troopers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it. I don't want to talk about this one anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. And we had to end the Netflix run on that. So uh, take from that what you will. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I hope you folks enjoyed this episode. And we're recording this probably like two or three months in advance of this, right? So, uh, <laughs> uh, and you'll hopefully see us talk about stuff on the the Twitter. Yes, indeed. Uh, speaking of which, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at uh, my VR podcast. 
Uh, where can people find you online, Mark? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Bozo Robo, which is uh, B O Z O R O B O. Um, yeah, you know, nice. I do I do comics and that. You can, they'll all be posted here and there. You'll you'll find them. I don't need to give you links because it means <laughs> I have to spell more stuff, and I'm not very good at that. Where can people find you, the, Rob? The links will be in your bio. Yes, um, exactly. Yes. So people can, again can find me also on Twitter and Instagram at Rob Thez, R-O-B-T-H-E-Z and my work in The Magpie, the official Raspberry Pi magazine where we're doing all kinds of crazy stuff about Raspberry Pi Pico right now and uh, cool making, month of making stuff which might finish by now by the time you hear this uh, but yeah, no, that, that, that that's that uh, you can get the EPS podcast on pretty much all your favourite podcasting devices if you haven't already yet and uh, you know, make sure to give us a uh, review on iTunes if you can. Nice five stars helps a lot. Uh, gets us to people who might want to hear about the Vtroopers. Um, th- there must be some people out there, there that want to hear about VR Troopers somewhere in the world. Yes. And uh, on that note, we'll see you next time. But remember, we all are VR. Take me back to my virtual reality.